If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John, and today we're recording our second-to-last episode of Album 74, Buckle Up, where Olivia makes a new friend from her testimony because I'm completely blanking on the name at the moment. So if John could just start his thoughts while I pull all of that up. Okay. So this episode started off on, like, very interesting ideas. I actually think it's two really interesting ideas for episodes, but I feel like trying to cram them into the same episode kind of didn't do them justice in a lot of ways. So let's let's start with the Emily storyline because there's really two two storylines. There's the Emily, uh, you know, calling storyline, and then there's this uh, girl she's helping storyline. And I'm going to make the case... The episode is called Tough Call, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to make the argument that they're two different storylines. Because here's the thing. Let's start with the Emily storyline. I'm listening to the episode. Okay, giving testimony. That's good. Oh, people are really connecting with it. That's really good. And then Wit's like, oh, maybe that means you should, like, ask, like, you answering people's questions is, like, your spiritual calling. Is kind of what he was saying, or, like, talking about your faith with people. Which here's my thing. As a caveat, I'm like, I can like let this go, but I don't think giving a speech up about your testimony necessarily means that you're going to be able to answer people's questions well. And then I want to make this clear. I did not come up with this. I was telling my wife about this episode because I had to process it. And she's like, oh, well, that really sounds more like preaching but they probably don't believe in female pastors as, like, a thing. So they're not going to advocate a girl sharing a message that connects with people to get into preaching. And I was like, to my wife, Elizabeth, I was like, that's probably it. And if someone wants to tell us in a club episode there was a female pastor, we have... We will be happily corrected on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There may be female pastors, but it is like a weird like jump between like, oh, you shared a message that connected with people and like you can answer all these people's questions. It seems like two different things. Yeah. So I first thought this episode was going in the direction of parasocial relationships online 
where because Olivia gave such a moving testimony, too many people were now acting like she was their therapist or something. Now, I'm assuming these were all kids and there weren't like 30-year-olds who thought, you know, oh, maybe Olivia can help me as well. Yeah, well, like, I wouldn't say therapist. I thought that too. Like, ther- like not therapist, but like, oh, this person can ans- knows all the answers to all these questions. That was gonna be interesting. I clear. I kind of got that's not what it was going for when Mr. Whitaker was like, maybe this is your calling. So it's like, okay, that's not where this episode's going. Yeah, I, I was kind of. I did kind of wonder if this was gonna be a takedown of theology Twitter, where seminary students after like one year, one semester in <laughs> seminary, suddenly think they can answer any question thrown at them. Yeah, which Ish. they they didn't do. But so I will say this, and we can get to the back half of the episode in a minute. I think Wit was doing the classic. Wit lets it play out to see how it works out thing. To the writer's credit, it never crosses a line where Olivia should have asked an adult for help. I agree. I don't think it's ever there. Here's my, and this goes into the second half of the episode, but it also like, because Olivia really doesn't have much to do in this episode, because I hate to say it, Olivia never gets a piece of effective advice as far as we see within this episode. And let me say this. One, Saying that, like, that nihilistic music could, maybe, but she, the girl doesn't even have time to affect it due to what happens in her storyline. And then she's like, talk to your dad. He's probably fine. And I feel like if what had happened was the girl called her dad. Like, and, like, then the dad's like, I'm coming home. And it was like that. Then it's like, yeah, Emily. Was it Emily or Olivia? I just totally blanked on who we're talking about. It's Olivia. It's Olivia. Okay. I may have said Emily earlier. Um, But like, the father's two seconds away from the door when she calls. So like, presumably that exact, like a close to a similar interaction would have happened, except maybe the girl would have been a little more worried at the, at the beginning of it. And like, to be honest, the, the hacking would have happened without Olivia so essentially, Olivia has very little, uh, that's why I think it's like two separate storylines almost, because Olivia has like almost no impact on this girl's storyline. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like that hack complaint of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where if Indiana Jones wasn't there, everything still would have happened the way it happened in the movie. Yeah, which I, mean, but I, I don't I, think that's, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think there's a lot of media where, like, a character's there, and, like, if the character hadn't been there, wouldn't have affected the story. I think it's just hard with one about spiritual calling. Now, I guess she did ease some of her fear about calling her dad, but I guess, like, for something of this magnitude, and they talk about, like, oh my gosh, like, Olivia, like, you did all this change and all this effect. It's like, when you emphasize that, it's like, I don't see that in this episode. I I would agree. I, I I think you're right. Olivia kind of helps soften the girl for what comes. And maybe that's what the episode is saying, that you don't need to do these big sweeping gestures. Unfortunately, the, that is not the message of the episode, clearly. No, and that may be what they're going... Like, it, it is a small thing. And I think it's a realistic thing a kid could do. I just wish for, like, the impact of her storyline that I could see it being a little more like, Oh, it actually did do something beneficial. I don't disagree with that. It did do stuff beneficial. I don't want to, to hark on that, but like, I do think it was a little bit like, Oh, 
I feel like this girl's story would have been exactly the same, except for maybe like five minutes of resistance, but maybe it wouldn't have. Like, that's the problem. We're kind of speculating. I guess if it would have just been, she calls the dad and the dad's like, I'll come home. It, like the yeah. the daughter's like, you, I need you. And we'll talk about this, but this goes into the second half of the story. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You mean the, the megachurch protests? Okay. Yeah. So, as you likely listen, as the listeners likely listen to this episode... It goes then to this girl who needs help because she doesn't believe in God. And her father is the pastor of this big, like, mega church or this big church in Connellsville, right? Yes. I think it's Connellsville. And so, oh, this is actually a really interesting idea because I think this is actually something kids would be afraid of. And it would be interesting to like have Olivia. I mean, it's like a big thing, but have Olivia kind of deal with it and trying to give her perspective what she felt. However, the episode doesn't go in such a nuanced direction. We immediately get to the church and we immediately get how this is going when they go by protests in front of this person's church where they say, where they go like, Oh, they, they protest because he speaks, preaches directly from the Bible and people can't handle it. Which I would just like to point out that semi implies that whatever church Mr. Whitaker goes to doesn't teach the Bible. Right. Like, I'm not trying to be, and like, maybe, I don't, I feel like it's possible the Adventures and Odyssey writers go to a church like that. I think it more tends to be that probably Colorado Springs is a little more insulated of an environment and they think that's what happens there. Because like, to be honest, when I think about protests in front of a church, one, I think of Westboro Baptist. Yes. The only other time I've personally seen any form of protest-esque thing in front of a church was a very conservative church that taught from the Bible and they had pro, they had pro-life people protesting to hand out flyers in front of that conservative church. And I don't know why, because they were pro-life. And so it was just this very confusing thing. It's like, why are you protesting here? This church obviously agrees with this. And it was a whole thing. So that's the only time of that. I, I don't think, please email us if you have protests in front of your church and what church that is. But I just don't think 
that's as much of a concern. And going with the protest, then later the protesters are hacking and phishing the account of the pastor's daughter. Like, they, yeah, yeah, this was something I wanted to get into. <laughs> so she opens a phishing email. So I'm assuming that implied the protester sent it. Wouldn't it have just made more sense because she's in middle school? To have her have posted the videos to a secret YouTube channel and somebody found it. Yeah, exactly. That would have made way more sense. But that's the problem. It goes so hard into like the, oh, like <laughs> the secular worlds. Like, or like, like, oh, these pro, like, like, it's like us. It goes into such an us versus them protest. So here's the thing. Presumably, as far as I would think, I've always gone to churches that preach like, directly what's in the bible i've never had that level i feel like the problem is when you implicate those protests that person's doing more than just preaching what's in the bible they're being very vocal against people who aren't like living that lifestyle yes like i just don't know like what churches are having those big protests like i've been to new york city i don't see i've been in chicago i don't see protests outside of churches so I just don't know. I don't know what that person's saying that's riling people up so much that there's, it's not like, oh, this happens on occasion. They're like, they're here every week. I'm like, what are you saying that's so vehemently upsetting people in the terms of they're going to protest every single week at this? Like, because let's be fair, Connellsville, I don't think is that big of a town. It's probably not that big of a church. Yeah, uh, Marshall Younger, if you'd like to email us or come on the podcast and talk about it, we'd love to have a discussion no, 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 with no. you. No, I just, like, and viewers, please send in. I just, like, it, it encapsulates, like, feelings of, like, Westboro Baptist. I don't think that's what they're going for. <laughs> but I'm just, like, I don't know. It just, like, threw me off. But here, here's the big point. I thought... There would at least be a moment where the father is a little upset. Like, yes. Because, like, I hate to say it, that's what would happen in real life. I'm glad, like, especially, like, given that context, that's like, oh, is he that? Because, like, okay, this, the, the resolution of this episode very upset me because I think, like, Odyssey, because like, I think this is the thing kids would actually deal with. And, like, the fact that it's, like, oh, a parent is upset about the fact that their kid's not a Christian. And I have seen that. And the parents usually handle it by saying, well, then you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell. And saying all these, like, kind of negative things about it. And I'm glad in the context of this episode that, like, oh, the father's not like that. But you're setting up kids with this false expectation that your their parents are going to be so loving and happy about it. And that's just not real. Like, I have friends who who like struggled with their faith and their parents were real like dismissive about it and like blaming them about, about how bad they are that they think that way. And I think it's really dangerous to like teach kids that it's like, Oh, if they're going to like come to you with like so open arms. And it's like, well, I think a lot of parents, especially like in that even juggle, like directly, from the Bible mindset are going to actually be upset at the kids about that. And this is from experience. I've talked to many people who have had that experience happen to them. 
Yeah, I, I was about to say, this is very um, mirroring, like, a secular cartoons coming out of the closet episode. Yeah. Like, it's like... Well, I no, mean, not in a bad way, but it, it paints it as this super positive experience is going to go down. And it might be setting people up for a false reality. Especially when... Odd, I mean, here's the thing. Her issue was, like, she was just... Like, she talked about, like, I don't believe in God, but really she just had, like, this issue with joy. Is what it, like, yeah. it kind of came down to. It didn't, like, I got confused on, like, what her actual, like, position is on everything. Yes. But, right, for for the 8 to 12-year-old audience, like, it is kind of setting. And I think kids in, like, middle school who probably are more likely to experience these issues. Like, to me, I feel like this was an episode that did a disservice by having the calling aspect. It should have been its standalone episode. And they say, due to the themes in today's episode, listen to this with your parents. And there's also like a message for the parents in this episode about like that they need to be understanding that it is this process. Cause he right. says like, it's a process different to everyone, but like this idea that like the parents not going to have like an immediate, like upset reaction is like, and that doesn't always happen. And probably, like, the Odyssey writers would be understanding of that. Like, I'm, but I think there's a yeah. lot of, especially Christians or, like, people who have been very, like, strong about their faith their whole lives who would have, like, parents who would be upset at their kids and not be such a grand, loving reaction. Yeah, so there are two things I want to point out about that. I think you're right. The moment we met that dad... I was like, he's not going to get angry. He's too friendly. Maybe if there had been one scene at, like, the dinner table or something that implied he might get angry, that would have at least helped. I also think there is some irresponsibility in focus on this episode to say, you know, talk to your parents about your faith struggles. They'll they'll be super accepting. When? So I found this out on the Odyssey Geek podcast, which is a great resource for behind-the-scenes stuff I don't know. Um... <laughs> That, remember when the Olivia's Faith arc came out and the first four episodes were on one album and they released the other two early? Yeah. That was because parents were freaking out because their kids were starting to question their faith like Olivia was. Because I will say, Odyssey gave some pretty good arguments in the episode. Yeah. So, for Odyssey to have had kind of an event like that occur than say, this is the episode we should write as the follow-up is interesting. Yeah, like, just like, oh, parents are going to be super happy. It's like, I think they should have written this episode for both parents and kids. Like, I think they should have been like, kids, it's important to tell your parents about this stuff and share these issues with them so they can help you. But it, then it's also equally important that as the parents, you need to be, like, understanding and help them through it. And I think some of this comes down to the fact that a lot of parents... And really, a lot of Christians don't have that complex an understanding of faith. Yes. It's very, like, it's very simplified where they're like, oh, no, I've believed this my whole life. You can't not believe it is kind of what it comes down to. Like, they're just like, you don't question it. Anyway, but no, I, I agree. I, on one hand, I like the idea of the episode that we're kind of, Olivia's faith arc goes from she's questioning, now she might become a church leader because... Elizabeth, your wife is probably right. Focus on the family. Doesn't want to open the Pandora's box that is. Let's talk about women ministers. Although we both support that here on this podcast. Yes. 
Why did our subscriber count just plummet? <laughs> we lose everyone. So, so I, I like where they're going. I just think the episode is such a... And you know what? It is nice to see the story end happily, and it should end happily, but I do think we could have given the girl more of a reason to be worried. Like, literally, just have the dad be implied to maybe be a bit of a hothead or something. Well, right, they're like, well, he said not to kick the protesters in the shin, and he was a little bit upset at me for that. And it's like, well, I think most parents would say, like, don't do that. Right, and even when you met the character, you're like, I, I think the implication was, thank you, honey, for standing up for me, but please don't do that again. It's going to look bad. Right. I feel like these are actually two really good episode ideas that either should have been two separate episodes. Like, it could have been Olivia. Like, it's a little comedic, a little serious, like, with a different topic, and then this is its own topic, or this is, like, a two-part episode. Yes, I would agree. I... Yeah, I think it should have been two separate episodes. Again, maybe the first one is Olivia kind of learns she can't help everybody. But then, you know, through all these comments on the internet, then the second one is Olivia helping this girl. Well, it's especially weird because it's not, it's like we had like, you know, Olivia's mom in the questioning the faith arc is pretty open about it all. Yes. Like, I mean, she's upset. And, like, wants to help. But, like, you already kind of have a nuanced thing where it's, like, well, the parents, like, trying to be understanding while also, like, concerned. I would agree. And that would have been a better way to go about it. Well, yeah, I don't get then why you have this other episode that's seeming, I guess it's because it's about the calling is really what the episode's supposedly focused on. But in reality, it's, like, I think the more the get story thing and the more thing that I think more in the forefront after the first like third is this girl's like interactions with her father yeah so i will say so it's weird to then have just like one where it's like oh no your parents will be completely okay when it was like more nuanced before yeah so uh just so we don't go on for hours about this because we're almost going to talk about the episode longer than the episode to wrap it up i think we can both say two good ideas maybe they were a little too optimistic on the ending of that one i agree i just i almost think it's a little dangerous not dangerous but i think it's a little irresponsible to set kids up that that's gonna be what happens i don't disagree i would also very much implore people to talk to their pastors or people they trust in their church because you know i feel like we just need to say that and please don't email us because i don't know how much help i'll be (laughs) Well, no, here's the thing. Really quick, and then we can wrap up. I think yes. kids should talk to their parents. I don't want to give the impression that that's that I think they should. But I think they need to paint that it's going to be a little more complex of an issue than being like, oh, everything's going to be fine. That there may your parents may get upset about that. And, like, they also need to work through it. Yes. Yes. And I do – look, I hope we have a follow-up to this, specifically one where maybe Olivia gets too in over her head and Wit does have to step in just so we don't teach middle school middle schoolers you can do this all on your own. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it, like, so barely scratches the surface of all that. Yeah. So that wraps it up. We've got one more episode, and it's I think it's going to be a big one because we're definitely not recording these late, so we haven't heard it yet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.